0: and enter promo code FTM400. That's FTM for firing the man 400 to get your first $400 in reimbursements commission free. How much money does Amazon owe you?
1: Welcome everyone to the firing the man podcast a show for anyone who wants to be their own boss if you sit in a cubicle every day and know you are capable of more then join us this show will help you build a business and grow your passive income streams in just a few short hours per day and now your hosts, serial entrepreneurs david Schomer and ken wilson
0: Welcome everyone to the Firing the Man podcast. On today's episode, we celebrate episode 200. Ken and I are going to be recapping our top three episodes, sharing some funny stories, some lessons learned,
1: and a whole lot more. Welcome to the show. (laughs) David, uh, I'm stoked. It's episode 200. That's amazing. I'm excited to be in the podcast studio. We were talking before the show and it's been a couple of months since we've both been in the podcast studio taping. We've got a great episode planned out here today. We kind of reminisced before the show preparing for this. We went through all of our episodes. We picked out some of our top episodes to share with the audience. We have some funny stories to go over and we have some valuable lessons that we've learned after four years of podcasting. And so I'm excited to be here. Tons of energy today. So. Let's get right into it. What is one of your top three episodes?
0: Absolutely. So it is episode one. What is Firing the Man About? And that's a fun one to go back and listen to. That was us at the beginning of our journey. We both had full-time jobs. We had talked about starting a podcast, actually did it. We executed on it. And that is, I would say, in that when I re-listened to that podcast, there were some things I was naive about. There were some things I was overly optimistic about. But... It was very raw. We were sharing where we wanted to get to and shared a commitment to document our process along the way. And that's exactly what we did.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I've I've went back and listened to that episode and it's like meaningful to me as episode one. It's also kind of funny of like, you know, what, what the show was at the inception to now and, and to see the progress of that. But yeah, no, it's a great one. One of my top three, episode four. And so episode 4 was about how to be more efficient with your time. And so I think we delivered a lot of value on that show. We had some we had some great tips and tricks, you know, from things that we had learned. So we I think we we shared a, a tremendous amount of value on the episode. One of the things I really like about it, I'm pretty sure that we taped that episode in my basement. We might have had a couple of cocktails while we were taping that episode and uh which we we don't we haven't had And he drinks for a really long time on the show. And there's probably a good reason for that. I remember David said, hey, when I David used to edit all this video and all the audio early on. And so David came back and said, hey, I think we were slurring our words a bit on that episode. And I was like, maybe we need to cut back on the scotch. And so it's a great episode. If you haven't heard it, there's a lot of value to it. It's kind of funny. Um, Where are we slurring our speech? I don't know. Go listen to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was funny because up until that point, both of us really liked to listen to podcasts and. Of course, you have Joe Rogan, the godfather of podcasts, who very routinely drinks. Yeah. And so it seemed like a natural thing. Like, <laughs> let's get our microphones and let's get scotch and let's record just like Uncle Joe does. And, <laughs> and I have now learned that that is a tremendous skill set is being able to speak clearly yeah. after, after digesting a whole bunch of booze. So, but I will say there were some raw emotions in, in that episode. It was a fun one to record, a fun one to, to listen back on. So yeah. So uh, going on with, with, with my list of the top three, Walker Dyble, episode 45. And this is uh, Walker Dyble published a book called Buy Then Build. And in this book, he makes a, a very quantitative case for why you should buy a business instead of build one. And it, it really... Rewired the way I think about business, the way I think about entrepreneurship, and it was an excellent podcast. And and on top of that, Walker's just a cool guy. He's a fun guy to talk to. He's got a lot of great experiences and insight. And so that was an awesome podcast, and and definitely like without a doubt makes it into my top three.
1: What'd you think of it? Yeah, absolutely. That if that wasn't in your top three, it would have been in mine. And that that episode it also changed the way that I think about business. Like I would not start another business unless unless it was for like personal reasons or something. But not in not with the intent and in accruing wealth because uh, I think you can go much faster by acquisition. And so <clears throat> some very high level. um Strategies in that episode, and I agree. Walker's a super cool guy, very well spoken, very articulate, and 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 his book. If you haven't read it, uh, yeah, go get that. It's a excellent book. So,
0: absolutely. What's next on your list, Ken?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, episode eighty five. This one, Miracle Morning. It was the it was a book review on the Miracle Morning, which was written by Hal Elrod, and that book really really uh, revolutionized the way I get things done and optimize my morning in terms of getting up early, having a game plan, um, getting things accomplished before anybody else is awake and just knocking things out. That one was like, it was almost uh eye-opening to me because I'd never, I'd gotten up early when I was in the military. I had to get up early and run, which sucked, but getting up early, getting stuff accomplished feels great. And so, yeah, that was just a really, really good um, episode covering this book and the principles of it. And if you haven't read the book or ha- listened to the episode, I'd definitely Definitely recommend listening to episode eighty five. David, what did you think about that episode?
0: Yeah, that one was critical in the point in time that we both read it. I think we probably read it within a couple months of each other. And at that point in time we both had full time jobs. And so we needed to get scrappy with time. I think that if anyone is working a full time job and wants to start a business on the side or have a side hustle, that is a a great way to do it. Is, you know, you gotta pay the piper, even in the morning or in the evening, and reading that book and then implementing those lessons as we were getting our businesses off the ground, I think really made a big, big difference.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Timing is you know everything, and there's this saying I can't remember where I learned it or read it from, but it's like just in time learning. That was just in time learning, which was which was uh, critical. Absolutely cool. What's the next one on your list, David? Absolutely.
0: So uh, this is a guest, Adam Feinberg. He, he first came on the show on episode 91 and again at, at 168. And I am going to uh, make a comparison here. Warren Buffett, he writes letter to the shareholders every year. And I read them every single year because when Warren Buffett explains things, it's very easy to understand and digestible. Oftentimes when you see people build giant businesses and they describe them, it seems really complicated, but Warren Buffett does a good job of, of boiling down the main points into easy to understand nuggets. Adam Feinberg is the Warren Buffett of e-commerce. He's been tremendously successful in his businesses and some of the exits that he's had. In episode 91, he talks about an eight-figure exit that he had, and which is unbelievable. And wait no it was a nine figure exit that that he detailed and, and and the lessons learned from those episodes were very broadly applicable to people you know is really like stay in stock monitor ppc i mean he had some go back and listen to the episode but uh he had some really Good points that were digestible. And I felt like they were, they were just as relevant to me as a smaller operator as they were to him as a larger operator. And so he's uh, been a fantastic guest and friend of the podcast. And, and so he, when I was thinking of my top three, he definitely makes it in the top three. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, I, lo- I love that episode. And Adam is, uh, we've actually had him on twice. Really, really sharp guy. And what's, what's interesting about Adam and, and having him on, he, so he built up a very large, you know, nine figure exit, exited, and then he's doing it again. And so we've had him on recently on the podcast where he's sharing with us, he's rolling it into another one and, and replicating it and being successful. And so that's someone that, um, you know, when you want to learn how to do something, you find someone that's done it and ask him how. And Adam's done it twice now. So high level. Yeah. What's next on your list, Ken? Yeah. So my third one is episode 30. And, um, this is just a personal one to me. I think it was also a great episode. Um, this is, uh, Ken fired the man episode. And then that episode, uh, David interviews me on, you know, like a, a, broad range of topics. Like, you know, what did it feel like when I, when I quit my job? What decisions did I have to make? You know, what did it look like? You know, what emotions was I feeling? It was just a, a uh, kind of an interview back and forth. It was super cool. I, I, I enjoyed it. Obviously it was, you know, it's been three and a half years over, over three and a half years since that happened. And so it's been a long time. That episode uh, be very impactful. And if you haven't heard it, go back and listen and, and, you know, hopefully you can draw some inspiration from that. Um, if you're, if you're thinking about quitting your job now, or you want to in the future, you can kind of uh, get into the mind of, of someone that's done that. And, and, and what were they thinking then? And, 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 and what were they, th- you know, how did it impact them? And what decisions were you facing? Stuff like that. And so to this podcast, that's a, that's a really crucial episode. And so, yeah, it, it made my, my top three list. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below.
0: Absolutely. I I remember your firing man day and, you know...
1: All right, David, what's the next one on your list?
0: Yeah, so... Yours was episode thirty, Ken fires the man. Mine was episode sixty, David Fires the Man. During this time, you know, you had six months into the podcast, you quit your job. And I, I remember thinking like Ken is putting his money where his mouth is. I mean, we started this podcast, he's doing it. And there was a period of time between you quit six months in and I quit 14 months in to the podcast. During that that eight-month period, it was really fun to check in with you and see what is life like on the other side. And it was really inspiring that, that you had done it. I will also mention that I felt like I had this dirty little secret. <laughs> I had a podcast about quitting my job. I also had a job with an employer that I liked and people that I liked. And I was always waiting for just a knock on the door to say, David, we need to talk to you about this extracurricular project you have going on that's not in line with with you being employed here. And, and so fortunately that never happened. But episode 60 was, that really captures, it was a, a dream come true at that point in time, a huge pivot in my professional career and something that I'm not sure if I would have done without this podcast and without seeing you do it and knowing that life on the other side of the fence was okay, that you could continue to make a good income and and build a business and that it was actually even better. And so then, then working for the man. So yeah, episode 60 was, was definitely one of my favorite episodes. Now, Ken, as we were crafting these lists, it was hard to come up with. I've been saying top three, I guess it's top four. It was tough to come up with our top four. And so we had, had to have some honorable mentions. And so what were some of your honorable mentions?
1: I've got three honorable mentions. I'll just kind of, and then I've got one that's like a just a crazy story. So I'll go through my three honorable mentions kind of quick and, and um just give some some shout outs. And these are just like really good episodes and really good people, um, that I that I wanted to to recognize. Um Episode 77 was with our good friend Joe Valley over at Quiet Light Brookridge. Joe is just a uh an amazing guy. Um he wrote the book Exitpreneur. We had him on the show. Known Joe for several years. He's a he's an outstanding guy and so wanted to definitely give a shout out Episode 77. Another one on my list here is uh, episode 127. I did this one solo, David. I think you were traveling, maybe on vacation or something, so I did it solo. It was a uh, John's it was about John's Crazy Socks and the story behind that brand. It was uh, a guy named John. I believe his dad's name is also John. It was a father and son team, and the son has Down syndrome. I believe he wanted to, you know, when he graduated high school, he told his dad, you know, like he was struggling of what to do, and his dad, and he's like, well, finally, he's like, you know, nobody wants me to work for them, and 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 he's like. I'll just have my own company, and his dad said, "Okay, well, let's do that." And so they started John's Crazy Socks, and and they they employ underserved uh, workforce, uh, other people with Down syndrome, other people with with um, differing abilities, is what John Senior calls it. And and it was just an, it's an amazing story. I fell in love with the brand, and I bought some socks. I have some John's Crazy Socks. I wear them. Uh, it's a, it's a great episode. If you haven't heard that one, it's episode one twenty seven. Very warming, very inspiring. Last one on my list uh, for honorable mentions: episode one. Seventy-two. And this with Gary Garth. Gary, this is a recent episode. Gary's a super cool guy. He's from a, a Nordic country. I'm gonna say I'm gonna butcher it. It's either Norway, Finland. Sweden. It's one of the happiest countries on earth. I, I apologize to Gary for not remembering where you're from, but Gary's a super, super smart guy, but has a wealth of knowledge in business. I learned a lot on that episode and I just wanted to, to give a shout out to Gary. He's a super cool guy. So David, on your list of honorable mentions, and then we'll cut into a couple of funny stories.
0: Absolutely. So episode 19 with Carlos Alvarez. Carlos is, if you haven't heard of him, he's a very big name in the industry and someone who's been very, very successful. He's another person who has a way Way of phrasing things that are just that really hit you hard i remember in this particular episode he talked about soping yourself out of the company and the, just that sentence r- really stuck with me and and you know, four years later, I'm still talking about it. And so tons of great insights there and, and great episode. The next one was was episode 124, Lessons Learned in Self-Manufacturing. In this episode, we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of our first factory. And it was a fun story. It was something that we did kind of out of necessity during the pandemic when we were having issues with suppliers. And for anyone thinking about uh, potentially self-manufacturing, I think this would be a great one to listen to. And the last one, one is episode 152 with my brother in accounting, Tyler Jeffcoat. Accounting is my LIFO, shout out. Um, so Tyler runs Seller Accountant and has a, a really good way of, of looking at, at businesses. And he has the ability to look at a lot of different businesses because they're his clients and, and he observes some very common themes and what are the successful ones doing? What are the ones that are not successful doing? And he shares all of that during this episode. And so for any Anyone running an e-commerce business, you if you're wondering, how does my business stack up against, you know, 50 or 100 other businesses, this is a great one to, to listen to. He gives some pretty easy to understand metrics and KPIs to measure. And one of those, uh, gross profit after ad spend, we use in our business and monitor on a weekly basis. And so really, really good stuff there and jam-packed full of learning. Now, we've, we've made it through our top four. We've made it through our honorable mentions. Ken. Are there any episodes that stand out as <laughs> odd or crazy or any
1: stories here? Let's not tap dance around this one. So, David and I had a, a guest on. We're gonna we're gonna call we're gonna call him the craziest guest. That we've had on very interesting episode. It was episode 122, and the guest's name was David Wood. And to be honest with you, I don't actually remember what the topic of that show was. When we started interviewing this guest, it went sideways. (laughs) And David and I kind of made eye contact. This was this was this was taped remote. David's in the podcast studio. I'm in my podcast studio, and we kind of looked at each other like, you know what the the show outlines out the window. This thing is off the rails. Like, what's happening? And and this. was just out of control i would say but i think we managed to keep him we managed to keep him somewhat on the rails and get through the episode but it was the craziest episode out of 200 and so episode 122 if you want to hear some crazy shit go go listen to that episode
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, you'll see a lot of examples of Ken and David thinking on their feet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I think so. It was fun, fun episode and, and an enjoyable one to listen to. So when we were prepping for this episode, it was crazy to think that we've been doing this for four years. Yeah, I, I had to stop and think, It has it really been four years? There have been a lot of lessons learned in, in, in this period of time. And, and I think Let's share some of those lessons learned.
1: Absolutely. So I've got a list of three of them here. Uh, I'll, I'll go through my list and then I'll kick it over to you, David. So after, f- like David mentioned, we've been doing this for four years, and after four years, we wanted to try to, you know, share with the audience uh, what are, what are the things we've learned. Number one on my list is the power of consistency, and it's very it's a very powerful thing. You can call it consistency, you can call it a habit, you can call it whatever you want, but just continuously showing up day week month year consistency it it builds up over time you know in the accounting world david would be happy i would be saying this would be like a, a crude interest over time or compounding interest over time something like that it, it really just builds up over time when you drag it out and it goes with anything in your life you know healthy eating working out getting tasks done you know anything consistency over a long period of time adds up it's a snowball effect, and so that's something that you know I've learned after podcasting for four years. You know, there's been times where middle of a, uh, in the middle of a very busy day, we have a podcast schedule. We got to drop everything, got to get into podcasting mode, got to get out our sheets, and so it's not it's it would be much easier to say ah, I just don't want to do that anymore. But but doing that every day or every week or every month, consistency adds up, and so that that was um, a big one for me. One thing I want to add to that
0: is. And this is not to toot our own horn, but we do, we have a perfect record. We've released one podcast every week for four years. There may have been a couple where we meant to publish on a Tuesday and we published on a Friday, but we've, we have a perfect record. And I think that's helped the podcast grow. Another lesson that kind of goes along with this is during our fire round, we ask all of our guests. What is one thing that you think sets apart successful entrepreneurs from those that give up, fail, or never get started? I would say the most common answer is something to do with grit or perseverance and showing up every day. And we've had on a ton of successful guests. That seems to be one of the most common answers. Yeah. And so, no, I think that's, we've learned that lesson from through a lot of different lenses. And, and that's been awesome. So anyway, what what's next on your list? Yeah,
1: absolutely. The next one I have on my list is always listen. And so, David, we've interviewed some really, really smart people in the podcast. You know, our podcast for, for the longtime listeners, uh, David and I share insights into our life and our business and and how we're growing our business and operating, as well as we bring on industry experts across a, a wide array of, of knowledge base. And just this was something that I learned. It's like, if you're, if you're talking, obviously we have to interview people, but Listen, always listen and, and you'll, you'll learn a ton when you listen. And so, um, if you're inviting, we're inviting experts on, I'm just always listening and, you know, maybe not take action on everything someone says, but just listen. And if it, if it resonates and it makes sense, you know, you can kind of go and and pull something out of that. But it's just always good to, you'll, you learn when you listen. And so that was, that's definitely something that I've, uh, I think I've gotten better at, um, from podcasting is, is, you know, listening to experts. David, what's uh, what's next on your list?
0: I would say I've got one that that is along those lines, and and I would say learning from others. So you know, in Family Feud, when you like, if if the question were to be, what are some ways to to acquire knowledge? I think really common answers would be read books or go to school. But I think one that we've learned from podcasting is ask questions, ask good questions. And that's been something that I think has translated throughout our podcasting journey, but also in life is is I am a lot more comfortable now asking people their story or asking them how they did it. And I don't know if I was hesitant or timid before, but I I have found that the most enjoyable ways To acquire knowledge is through asking questions. And so that's been something that stands out to me and has been a huge lesson learned.
1: Cool. The last one on my list. So this is something that this is probably, to me, probably the most important one on my list. And this is... uh Something I've learned after like what you just mentioned, David, four years of podcasting. And so, you know, if you think about a podcast, you know, you're, you're driving to work, you're, you're out on a jog or a walk or wherever, however you listen to your podcast, you listen to it to learn, I think, or to, to have some downtime or to whatever. And so as a podcaster, it's our job to transfer information when we're interviewing people or when we're sharing our own stories. It's our job to transfer the most valuable information to you, the listener. And so I've, I've tried to refine my skills on you know, like what you just said, David, asking the right questions. And so, which I think it, it folds really well into this is, is how to extract knowledge from a guest and pass it on to the audience. And so I think this is something that we've both um, gotten better at over four years from episode one to now, minus the scotch. But I think, you know, being able to, to you know, sit down and say, okay, hey, we're interviewing a uh, guest XYZ today. They're an expert in this, they're the, this is their story. And so kind of studying that and say, okay, knowing our audience, what are the things that we can, we can, what are the the top five things we can extract from this person, the knowledge and transfer it to our audience. And that is something that I, I, I've learned over, over the four years or I've gotten better at. So ho- hopefully the the listeners, ho- hopefully maybe I'll get some emails and say, can you suck? Or maybe I'll get some emails and say, yeah, You've know, you you've gotten better at that, but hopefully I, I've gotten better at that, and, and I think I have, um, but more work to do, but that's that's definitely something that I've, I've learned.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think that that learning component is huge. I, w- I was talking to an old professor of mine from St. Louis University the other day, and I said, look, why don't you guys have an e-commerce program? Like this is, this is how retail is going to work in the future. So you should be ahead of the curve. And he was, he was like, well, what would that look like? We'd probably need one or two professors that had some specialty in it. And I I started thinking about that would be like an undergrad program. What would like a PhD or an advanced learning scenario look like for e-commerce? And I'll tell you what, talking to 150 experts in the field would be along those lines. And, and, you know, can we ask, you know, I think we try our best to ask people questions that we want to know the answers to and that our audience w- would want to know the answer to. And, and so I do think that this body of work has been hugely, you know, transformative in our careers and how we run our businesses. Our our goal is that that it's been hugely transformative in the careers of of our audience. And so, yeah, that was was definitely a a big lesson learned. You know, the, the last thing I would say is, and one thing that has made the podcast fun is it's not motivated by money. It's fun. I enjoy it. And we enjoy engaging with the guests. We enjoy engaging with the audience. It's been fun. And I think that my hope is that that comes through to the people listening, is that we're genuinely interested in what the guest has to say and and transferring that knowledge to our audience. And I think if if we would have started this off by saying, all right, how can we make a million dollars from having a podcast, the end product wouldn't have been as good. It's been I hate to use this, but it's like, we've been true to the art form yeah, of podcasting. And, uh, and that may sound cheesy, but like, it is has been something that we, we've been true to, and that has made it authentic and a lot more enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I I definitely agree. And just to kind of add on to that, is, um, to me, I look at the podcast as like a passion project. Yeah, we do have a couple of sponsors. We do have a couple of ads that run. It's enough to pay the bills. It's enough for, for David to break the checkbook out every month and pay for the electricity, and that's it. And so this is not a huge revenue generator for us. We're not, we're not making hardly any money from the podcasting. And so it's just truly um, a passion project that we enjoy and that we're going to continue to do. And so, you know, one thing I would just like to say is a shout out to all the fans and listeners and, and the audiences, you know, we got, we do this for you guys. And so want to really thank you guys for, for tuning in, listening. If you have any um, feedback, show ideas, anything, reach out to us. Ken at firingtheman.com, david at firingtheman.com, support at firingtheman.com. Send us an e- shoot us an email, whatever it is, good, bad, ugly, show ideas, whatever. Hit us up. Uh we're here. I feel like we're going to be doing this for for a while. We both like it and and um yeah, it's it's fun. And and to your point David, like we do the podcast for fun and and, and it uh it, it truly shows we're not we're not grinding away to, you know, to make a profit. Cool. Any uh parting words David?
0: Yeah, to close out the show for those of you that have been with us since the beginning, since the start of our journey. Thank you. And we look forward to giving you another 200 episodes. And for those of you that are new to the show, uh, this episode, we recapped some great episodes, some of our favorites to go back and listen to. So welcome to the Firing the Man Nation. So thank you everyone for tuning in to the Firing the Man podcast, and we'll see you next episode. Before you go, we wanted to share a new service that Ken and I have been using called Getita that has made us over $10,000 in Amazon reimbursements. The service requires no monthly subscription and Getida collects a small percentage of the money they recover for you. It takes less than 5 minutes to set up and works on all Amazon marketplaces. Go to getida.com, G E T I D A.com and enter promo code F T M 400. That's F T M for firing the man 400 to get your first $400 in reimbursements commission free. How much money does Amazon owe you?